This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, the horrific pictures from Gaza keep coming and the numbers are truly horrendous. The war, as it's called, between Israel and Hamas has taken so many casualties. It's worth actually absorbing them. As of 30th of January, 26,637 Palestinians and 1,400 Israelis have been killed, including 85 journalists, 78 Palestinian journalists, four Israelis and three Lebanese, and over 136 UNRWA aid workers have died. Of course, the catalyst for this was an attack by Hamas on October 7th, in which 1,400 Israelis were murdered and 764 of them were civilians. 248 people were taken hostage by Hamas during this attack. And since then, 26,637 Palestinians, two-thirds of them, women and children, have been slaughtered. And it has involved hospitals and it has involved denial of food and water and heat and light. It is one of the worst scenes we have ever witnessed in our lifetime, in my lifetime. And to talk about this now, it's a pleasure to welcome Peter Oburn to the program. Peter is a very courageous English journalist. He was columnist of the year twice in 2012 and 2016, Society of Editors Press Awards. And he is now a writer of books, of course, The Fate of Abraham is his latest book, Why the West is Wrong About Islam. And another book he's written is The Assault on Truth, Boris Johnson, Donald Trump, and the Emergence of a New Moral Barbarism. Peter, thank you very much for joining us. You are also a columnist for Middle East Eye, and you write a diary column for the Byline Times. I want to ask you about the International Court for Justice and the case taken to that court by South Africa accusing the Israelis of genocide in Gaza. The court found 
that there was a plausible case, a plausible argument, and they voted almost unanimously to pursue this and to produce a finding in time. One of those who voted to say that there was a plausible case was the Israeli judge on the court. I want to ask about Joe Biden's remark and indeed the response of the British government. Joe Biden called what South Africa did in going to the court meritless. Rishi Sunak also was disparaging about it. And of course, Britain and the United States ignored what was happening there and the findings. I want to ask you about the West as we have perceived it, certainly as I have perceived it. The West is now supporting something quite appalling. The loss of life, the persecution of innocent people, starvation of people, denying them food and water and all the other necessities of everyday life and herding them into a corner of the Gaza Strip, which is uninhabitable now, largely. And we find ourselves as what I think we consider to be the West, the good guys in the world. We find ourselves supporting all of this, Britain and the United States in particular. Is that an accurate analysis or is there something wrong with it? I think that the South African um, uh, case brought before the ICJ, which was heard last at the end of last week, uh, was uh, one of the most momentous uh, events in the first two or three decades of the 21st century. Uh, they took the case that calling for a an orders to be placed on Israel on the grounds that. Uh, genocide may be taking a place. Uh, and the court found that there was a case that genocide could be taking place or could be about to be taking place in um, in, in, in Gaza. Um, and it was momentous, and it was overwhelmingly found uh, by, by the major- great majority of the judges in, in, in the court. Uh, um, and yet, the the re- reaction has been from the West nothing. Uh, in fact, the British Prime Minister, when asked about it, referred to a statement when he thought it was a sort of when he made a speech he'd made, saying that it was sort of some sort of irony that uh, Israel could be accused of this, i.e., the Holocaust. How can you accuse? a nation which was born just a few years after the Holocaust of genocide. Um, so he wasn't, and you can see what he means. I mean, how can you accuse the, 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 the Jewish nation of doing something which is so, well, you know, when they were the victims of the most terrible event in, in, in history, or, you know, one of the most absolutely that was the Holocaust, which killed six million Jews. Um, but the, what Sunak didn't do was react to the substantive findings of the court, or indeed he just he just said it, they were aggressive. It was it was the wrong thing to do to have this case against Israel. Uh, and it is a very deep 
thing which which the court found. There is evidence of two or three different kinds of things. One is uh, potentially genocidal actions, uh, and then uh, it's ordered the Israelis not to kill, you know, not to contribute to that anymore. It's also found out evidence of genocidal language. Yes. Um, and they cited the, you know, the Israeli president, um, uh, i.e. the most senior politician in Israel. Um, and they gave the example of what he's been saying. Uh, and they said Human that they, animal. They, they, he, he called uh, that them, was, I think, that, that the was a, well, the cabinet was made by the defense minister. Yes. Um, and the, here, here he said that they should be investigated and punished. In other words, it's ordered the state of Israel to punish those who use genocidal language. And they have to come back, Israel must come back with their response in a, in a month's time, or within a month. Uh, and it's going to be very interesting how uh, Israel does respond. It could, does it just simply ignore this? Or does it uh, choose to say, uh, no, we're not um, involved in genocidal acts, which I think they probably will do. But what, how do they deal with the point about language, but, you know, by the president of the country, by the yes. defense minister? By, and are they going to punish them? I mean, and, uh, and that's the first thing. The second thing is the killings continued. Yes. Uh, I think, you know, I don't know how many, but I think it's probably about a, a thousand people have been killed, you know, more according to the reliable figures from the from the Gaza Ministry of Health. Hamas controlled, though, he's probably right to call them that. Their yes. figures have turned out to be very reliable. I mean, horrible scenes um, are carrying on. Uh, and yet the American... As you said, it was actually Blinken, the, the state, Secretary of State, uh, not the President, who said meritless. Yes. But he was representing the views of, of um, Joe Biden and of uh, and more or less the same with stuff from Sunak and, and, uh, and Cameron in Britain. Um, and the President of the European Parliament as well, who went to Tel Aviv at the beginning of this assault and gave unqualified support on behalf of the European Union without telling anybody, any of her peers in the European Union, that she was doing this. That was at the beginning, wasn't it, yes. Van der Leyen? Yes. I mean, I, I think that, you know, at this point, where the, why, the, there's a huge issue of complicity now, or even involvement in, in a genocide. By on the you know which hangs over, you know the uh, the, the Western leaders and therefore that uh, and Western governments. You know we continue Britain and the United States are continuing to supply arms uh, to Israel, particularly the United States, uh, massive arms shipments um, to a country which has been which has been found plausibly is plausible. It is involved in a genocide. It's important to say it is not find, the court did not find Israel guilty of genocide. It can't do that. No, no, they found that it was plausible, and the Israeli judge on the court supported that 
Is that right? I hadn't realised that. Yes, the Israeli judge on the court supported that. The vote on the court was 16 to 1, and the one was the Ugandan judge. So even the, the justice on the court from Israel regarded the case taken by South Africa as plausible. The question I want you to try and help us to figure out is this. We have lived, I have lived my life in the belief that Russia was terrible, that terrorism coming from the Middle East was shocking, that ISIS was terrible, that China was terrible, and that basically in the democratic West, there was justice, there was respect for law, and all of these things. If we continue to support this Israeli assault, not just in Gaza, but on the West Bank, as you have reported and you've been there and you talk to us about it, if they continue with this attempt, as it seems to be, to wipe out the Palestinian state, to give them nothing except to expel them, and we support that effort, what are we doing talking about any values? Yeah, I mean, it has been the case for a very long time that our claims to represent decency, freedom, fairness, human rights have been um, very self-serving. You only need to look at the Iraq war, which was um, a a war of aggression. It was an illegal war. Um, All British and American complicity involvement in of American involvement in torture. Um, so the uh, and of course the whole post-war record of the United States, where it's been responsible for coup d'etats, assassinations. Yes, um, a lot of this is still not really talked about properly. Um, but you know the 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 the, the coup d'etat in Iraq set the 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 theme. I mean, Mossadegh, you know, basically a democratically elected government, prime minister of the country, was got rid of by a CIA MI6 coup, back coup, and set in motion, you know, a, a, a chain of events which led to the uh, the revolution of 1979 when the sort of religious government took over, and numerous coups. And what? And we've yet, through all of this, we claim to be representing human rights. And I think when, when the Soviet, you know, the Soviet regime in Russia was foul, um, and it, you know, had killed tens of millions of people. Um, and I think that, was, and China, we now know, he didn't. It was often denied. You know, it was in some ways worse. Uh, but now, so after the fall of a wall, something has gone wrong with our moral compass yes uh, and, and uh, this is um, particularly I think the facts have not been properly established we need a full judgment on what has happened and they're very contested but for what you I think from what you're seeing and I'm seeing is is the slaughter of tens of thousands of innocent people by yes Israeli uh, aircraft chiefly 2,000 pound bombs dropped on civilians. Yeah. Um, and the destruction of, uh, basically, of, of civilian infrastructure on a scale, which is which is much greater than the other awful places, which, you know, Aleppo or uh, 
homes. You know, it's, it's yeah. absolutely astronomical, huge. The, you know, the structure of hospitals, schools, targets, what appears to be, I'm going to be very comfortable with language, targeting of, 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 of journalists, of uh, civilians, children, number of children dead, whether it's well over 10,000. And, uh, and yet the, the Western world, generally speaking, with certain exceptions, it supports this. It's on the side of Benjamin Netanyahu, the most right-wing leader Israel has had in a government which, which contains self-proclaimed fascists. Yes. And who were quite clear about their objections, which is to, um, in the cases of some members of that government, that they want to basically eradicate uh, the Palestinian presence in Gaza, yes. regardless of whether they're linked to Hamas or not. You know, and, and that is a terrible crime. Uh, whether it's genocide or not, will have to be decided. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When Joe Biden runs for the presidency, 
as we assume at this stage he will in November. He has alienated many of his Democrat supporters, younger Democrats, and also many who are left of centre in American terms. But he seems intent on supporting this awful regime until the bitter end. And Britain doesn't appear to be a voice at all, except with yes to anything America and Israel want to do. That's correct. Uh, Rishi Sunak has been hopeless. He's been a sort of moral, I might call him a moral nullity. I thought when David Cameron became Foreign Secretary, he might have the uh, credibility and the personal sense of justice to challenge what Israel is doing, and he's not really done that. In fact, he's denounced the, he's gone along with the denunciation of the court, of the ICJ, which puts us in a very odd position, supporting what may or may not be, but what can plausibly said to be a genocide, certainly, but supporting a regime which is, or a government, because it is a democratically elected government, Israelis like to say, and it is if you're Jewish in Israel, uh, a democratic government. The, 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 um, but they're committing terrible atrocities on a massive scale. Uh, and the British government is, uh, the, which I find, I feel very ashamed to be British when it comes to this. The, the, the American government, most European governments are supporting this. And so the rest of the world looks on and thinks, what? And our claims, the hypocrisy of it, you know, we rightly condemned Assad in Syria, Putin in Russia, when they kill us, kill civilians, sort of set around attacking countries and and destroying infrastructure. Why don't we, we won't do it when when Israel does it against Palestinians. Is this racist? You've got to ask that, you know, do Palestinians have a different kind of... I don't think Ukrainians are white and blue-eyed, Palestinians uh, are Arabs. You've got to ask um, whether there is a sort of underlying racism here. Well, the Minister for Defence you referred to in the Netanyahu cabinet described them as human animals. Where is the British media, British press, in all of this? Yeah, and the British press is, I've been following very closely because the ICJ judgment was momentous. So the following day, I pick up, the nearest thing we have, a paper of record, is the Times of London, which is a famous paper, more than 200 years old. I had to get any reference to these, this ICJ judgment, you had to turn to page 42. Really? And it wasn't a very long piece, and it didn't fully represent what the judgment had said. Um, that's where you found it, and nothing else. Um, the Daily Mail, I looked at, I read very carefully. I, I couldn't find any reference in the news pages, but there was a leader denouncing the judgment, saying that it would be a show trial. Yeah. The Economist, which claims to be a serious current affairs magazine, also could use the same language as the Daily Mail, a show trial. So then on the, uh, 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 and on the, and the Telegraph had this um, denunciation by Sunak. <laughs> Then we got onto the uh, Sunday papers. I looked on the Sunday, Sunday Times again. This is the Sunday Times, you know, the Times meant to be the paper record. Yes. I get nothing at all until we found somewhere deep inside an article 
um, by Ivan Fallon, which seemed to be saying that we said that South Africa was anti-Semitic, and so on and so forth. Meanwhile, lo and behold, there's a sort of smear campaign launched by Israelis, I presume, against the um, the relief agency UNWA. Yes, you know, which which uh, provides some the humanitarian. Uh, relief in, yes, in Gaza, indeed. and they've been smeared, and that the funding is therefore the, the, the Western governments who wouldn't react to the ICJ judgment that there is a potential genocide immediately reacted to these allegations being made against uh, the United Nations and suspended funding of the relief agency. Yes. And so they, uh, the comparison between the, the, re- the reaction of the Western governments has been shocking. The problem that I have is this, that the South Africans are supporting Putin in his invasion of Ukraine. And their own country is not exactly a beacon of democracy and justice. The question I want to ask you, Peter, is about your country and about the West in general, that Britain has long stood, I mean, for something, I believe. And America, the United States of America also. Is this a fantasy? Is this a really silly way to think about the world now in 2024? Where are we heading? Yeah, there's always been a left-wing critique of America and Britain. Uh, In the case of Britain, it's an empire which claims to be all about fairness and justice and actually as Ireland, many Irish... Quite popular people. around here, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, as, as, the, as Ireland, Ireland knows, it's a much darker version of that story. Uh, um, and, in fact, we were associated with uh, genocide ourselves. And certainly, you know, think what happened in the, in the 19th the century in Ireland. The, in Scotland, after the Battle of Calab and the ethnic cleansing of the Highlands, the, um, so the famine in Bang. In, in, in Bengal, in India, in the, in, during World War Two, etc., etc. So we're not, but that uh, and but the the the, the, and the and the United States, you know, you can say it's about best in the freedom, or you can say it's founded on two great terrible crimes. One was slavery, uh, and the other was the genocide of the native Indians. That's been the critiques of the United of Britain and the United States. And I've always tried to say, well, uh, yes. But, you know, we also have parliament, freedom, free press, um, justice. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and I have to say that the conduct of the West, in, the, in particularly these two great, well, American Britain, has lent a credibility to the, the more negative analysis of what we really stand for. Just a final question, Peter, about Britain. Britain really created Palestine, didn't it? Yeah, it created Israel. And, yes. It played a role in creating Israel with the Balfour Declaration in 1917 when we when the then British Foreign Secretary wrote a, a letter uh, to Lord Rothschild acknowledging the right of the, of the Jewish people to have a national home in yes. Palestine. And uh, and that in, and then we then we took over the mandate for Palestine after uh, nineteen um, from nineteen twenty two onwards after the after Versailles, and 
we uh, we uh, we ran Palestine, uh, and you can still see so, uh, for, for twenty years and encouraged the policy of Jewish immigration, which led to a very substantial Jewish majority, and then we handed over effectively a Palestine. What is or what is what? what you know, handed over. We create. We we sort of created. We enabled the creation of modern, modern Israel when it was recognised in 1947. There are some very good books on this, which I really would tightly like to take the opportunity of, uh, of suggesting people, people who want to fill themselves in on the history. Yes, might want to read is Rashid Khalidi, K H A L I D I. Um, the Hundred Years' War on Palestine is very a masterpiece, and his family has been part of the whole story. Yes. Ilan Pape, The Ethnic Cleansing of Palestine, which is about what the Palestinians call the Nakba. Yes. Um, uh, uh, in 1948. The Israelis call it the War of Independence, you know, and they have a different story that they were surrounded by hostile Arab states, which yes. would not allow the the creation of a Jewish state. And so they see it in an entirely different way. And so you should read um, books also that, 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 which make that virtuous case for, for Israel, which for many years I generally generally accepted. But in, in more, more recent years, um, a new generation of historians have come along who've told a, a darker story. Avi Schlein. Yes, we've had him on our podcast. You've had him. You've had you've had the great Abi Shleiman. Yes, he's a wonderful. Uh, yes, I do think his book about uh, being an Arab Jew, his most recent book, you know, yes. called in Baghdad, um, and how he, you know, his his three identities really as an Arab Jew, as an Israeli Arab, and um, and then as a British Jew, is really is an amazing book. It's a very rich book of family history. The Final question is about an outcome as we speak. If America and Britain stand idly by now, where do you see this going, this assault on Palestine and the Palestinian people? Well, yeah, I, I, I think we should believe. The best way of understanding what's happening is to read what is said by uh, this genocidal discourse by Netanyahu, by the Israeli, uh, the, the Israeli president, by the senior, the senior cabinet ministers, they want to essentially they want to give get rid of uh, the Palestinian presence inside Israel and inside the West in the West Bank. There's a large body of opinion who want to do that. They basically they cause this. They really would like to offer Palestinians the, op- the opportunity to leave, and they h- hope that maybe other countries, including Britain, might take those Palestinians. Yes. Or they want them some form of servitude. Yeah, they wouldn't have the votes, but they would be simply a form of non-people. It would be apartheid, really. But yes. Uh, or, or death. You know, they resist. Uh, the, this, this new this, this new enlarged concept of, of Israel, uh, then they'd be treated as terrorists and killed. I, mean, I think that is the thinking of the, say, Smotrich, uh, who is the, uh, the finance minister and administrator of the West Bank, 
And that is well, they're quite clear, they're very honest about it. Tetras articulate this yes. as well. Uh, and that, I think, is the direction they will go. We're now getting a, they would want a lot of is leading Israelis want to go in. Not all, there is a very rich, honorable tradition of liberal Zionism, which realizes, I think, that 1967 was a, a bad moment. The, the, after the victory of 1967, the occupation of the West Bank, that led, has led to very dark things happening, and they, they, want, they, see, they see a much more restricted space, which will be occupied by Israel. And that can be a two-state solution, which would enable a, a flourishing Palestinian state. And I think what will happen is there will be an attempt, and you're already seeing uh, signs of this, I think, from the White House and from David Cameron's speech in the House of Commons on Monday, to, to, to reopen the idea of a Palestinian state, a two-state solution, yes. when the two peoples can live together side by side. Avi Schleim, who we cited just now, I think now believes that the only real solution is a one-state solution when Palestinians yes. and Israelis live together uh, with equal rights, equal voting rights in one country. Um but uh, those those are the two options. That, that, you know, that, but I, I, all I would say is that if you're looking to the future, the only real future which is acceptable today is to have find a system which enables Palestinians and Israelis to have equal rights as equal citizens in either one or uh, either as a single state solution or as perhaps as two states. Very difficult to arrange. But you've got to, that requires real determination from the United States, which is the effective governor yes. of Israel, really. It, it runs, it, you know, it's, 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 it gives it the full support and backing. And if, 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 if the United States won't do that, then it's going to get more and more dangerous and perilous to be a Palestinian in, 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 uh, in Palestine. And there's one further um, sort of pragmatic thought, which ought to be in the head of Joe Biden and Western leaders, is if we do claim to be an honest, virtuous, rule-obeying sort of part of the world order, and we tolerate this abuse of, of, of human rights, we destroy all of our moral credibility, and it means that when China, if China makes a bid to take over Taiwan or Putin persists in Ukraine, we have no legitimacy saying we, we've got to stand up for Ukraine and the rules base, or we've got, we, we have a right to defend the people of Taiwan. And there are, Because we don't, we don't have that right if we are going to allow our closest ally, which is Israel, uh, to conduct itself in the way it is at the moment. And that is certainly how the rest of the world will see, start to see the West as a rule-breaking, as a rule-breaking, cynical, barbarous entity, which is a threat to world order and to world peace. Okay, Peter, we're very grateful to you for joining us today. Thank you very much indeed. Peter Auburn is a courageous and brilliant journalist living in London, working in London, former colleague of Boris Johnson, <laughs> who he was fond of, but uh, like the rest of us, he's seen through Boris. Thanks, Peter. 
Thanks to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.